Hello. Good evening. Akashavani Tarvatya. So this is about time is about nine five. Yeah. And um this is a podcast that I've been thinking about since some time. Now I was kind of collecting my thoughts, uh, observing it and uh, at the receiving end of different affects. But I was thinking about um, how best to put it across, yeah? So it again occurred to me, I was just walking on the, balco- uh, on the balcony and uh, I thought it's better to just speak it. I may not have collected all my thoughts in, in a perfect order or in a sensible way, but um, um, it's better I say it. Okay, going round and on, but the idea is, um, I mentioned earlier in another podcast, several of them actually, maybe, that um, during the pandemic is when I was more intensely practicing Nirbija Yoga. And, um, okay, healthy and natural breathing um, is another, well, it's more like the entry, beginners. But, uh, like, okay, let's say, this is movementless yoga, yeah, which I'm calling as Nirbija Yoga. It's movementless yoga. And there are um, vis-a-vis our known practices of yoga, which is pranayama, asana, dhyana. And um, in uh, movementless yoga, I call it that, because um, uh, it becomes, um, it's more from the known realm than from unknown. Okay, having said that, I need to mention that during the pandemic, there was more lockdowns, yeah? And uh, there were less people going out. And um, and hence, pollution was less. Uh, more home-based experiences. And so, nature was not at the effect of so much um, what is what can be called as so-called human intervention, yeah? The balance... Um, was not so much off from uh, human intervention as uh, when, say, before that. There was no point of reference to say how much was the imbalance. Versus during the pandemic when we saw that there were um, animals which were uh, you know, normally seen in the wild, in the forest, dense uh, forest, were now you know, were kind of more seen in, on highways. And that's not something that we used to. Uh, so now, now that um, you're not see much, seeing so much of an effect of, yeah, so it's as if life has come back to normal, but it's it's not the same, yeah. Our lifestyle lifestyles have changed. But what am I alluding to here is, um, I have been practicing Nirbija Yoga, yeah, but it's also from these two years that I've come to a mythological uh, perspective, appreciation of life. And in the course of practicing what I'm calling as movementless yoga, yeah, I came to discover how human beings develop through many stages of development. And mythology is a normal stage of, you know, patterns of development by which a human being becomes a humane being. And I'm calling a green Tara quality, Dashavatara quantity humane being. 
like in one lifetime, these are normal developmental cycles yeah, in, in a human being. Um, and becoming a non-violent person is the natural um, progression of how we do, of how we live life. And um, that's my understanding. That's, that's what I've come to uh, study, uh, you know, and be talking from. Now, um, and which is where my, uh, what I'm calling as original humane intelligence, products and services arise from there. Now, since um, the lockdown and all of that has been lifted, <clears throat> and people have been dealing with different kinds of economical challenges, yeah, in how to earn money and, you know, um, back on the money game, apparently. But it's never the same thing. But um, I have the work that I'm doing. I think I'm, uh, I'm now reading the Shiva trilogy, yeah? You could say it's because of that, but then I've, there, there's earlier also I've come to the thought, there's this idea of uh, a phenomenon awaited, awaited. Yeah, some may have been uh, calling it as the second coming of Christ. Some may be calling it as a Tirthankar, yeah, uh, or, you know, the next Tirthankar. Okay? Or, and some may be calling it as the Nilkant, yeah, or um, some happening by which when evil raises its head, you know, to restore order is a, is a phenomenon that happens every so many years. Um, is an observation probably through records and, yeah. Okay, now, when I'm saying this, if, if you've noticed, f from the earlier podcast, the certainty that was there in the earlier podcast has now to come to more, more in, in the sense of doubts um, and uh, in terms of Maybe not this, yeah. I'm I'm uh, presenting a perspective, which may not be in uh, you know, uh, popular acceptable things. And now, why am I also saying this is even while I'm speaking, the time is nine o'clock, but the same uh, thing that I've been mentioning in previous po podcasts, you know, of there is of there being some prayer kind of a thing happening between seven seven thirty, you know, um, after sunset, uh, it goes on qu till quite some time until people actually sleep. So I don't know if it's some, something that, that's happening in the environment here. Um, but um, it could be some prayer kind of a thing, mantra japas or um, I don't know, different religion, religious practices have different uh, things. But it's about how they, um, they, they, would, they could even be calling it as psychic practices. But I think they're basically leaking out of their minds. Yeah, leaking out of their nerves from the kind of food they eat, from the uh, kind of practices they maintain, you know, for maintaining health. And they, they call it as, you know, in, raise your vibration, yeah, and increase frequency and, and higher frequency and uh, theta healing and those kinds of, well, okay, now you would say I'm calling names, but see, any profession, any job, any any field of work, there are good practitioners and then there are work in progress practitioners, yeah. And um, and then there are pros and cons. There is there are good aspects to it, and then there are side effects which um, may or may not be appreciated, and that affects, yeah. So a solution comes when there's a problem seen, and then uh, as the problem is addressed, the solution um, as the solution is then seen as effective, and after a certain point, the solution itself 
may be way too much used. For example, there was this uh, season of the psoas muscle, yeah? I'm talking in terms of medicine. Like, uh, um, or uh, what's it called? Um, not, not psoas muscle. Um, vein, which is this vein? Um, ah, I forget it. Um, mm, look at this, I forget. It's a parasympathetic uh, nerve. Yeah, I forget its name. Bad. That was the thing. Yeah, the social nervous system, it was, um, I forget its name. The thing. Yeah. And then it became the psoas muscle. Yeah. It's because you're, we are, people are experiencing stress and tension because the psoas muscle is tight. Yeah. And then uh, the thing, you know, the uh, amazing, uh, um, you know, magical thing if you're going to heal this then all your disease is gone off yeah but that kind of stuff um so over so over a many period of time uh you know the in thing yeah and um until the next thing comes yeah so um in these ways of development there have been many practices that is <coughs> Excuse me, that has come about and they continue <coughs> while they may or may not have upgraded their knowledge base. And so they continue to practice and as that medium of uh, health practice or health maintenance and not quite upgrading to there could be something better. Yeah. So it's like you're running a software. Yeah, you buy a computer. <coughs> Excuse me. And then <coughs> you're using it for data entry. And over time, different softwares developed. Yeah, and then the internet came and many other things. And so, uh, softwares um, upgrade. <clears throat> and then hardware's, hardware's to upgrade. But then what you use a computer for also upgrades. Yeah, it's not just for data entry. You could be using it as a workstation. <clears throat> okay, workstation. Server, super server, you know, multifunctional, hyper-duper. Hyper um, functions, um, creating websites, yeah, for example, may be different from data entry. <coughs> but data entry, okay. Um, is, um, so, when such is the case, healthcare also, if when we are not seeing um, <coughs> how we are approaching healthcare, like how we use computer yeah and then we see there are different functionalities for it but when we are not upgrading our practices to this is not the only way yeah there are uh, limitations seen in this for which solution may be found in another method of health practice and then when you're addressing that it probably becomes a natural part of um best practices and uh, it's more like where are we headed we could be continuing to do the same practices which may not be as beneficial excuse me as uh, when they first originated which is also a necessary facet of evolution yeah we're going to keep continuing to um hunt animals in the wild you run after run after, you know practice like our uh, 
carnivorous um, ancestors have been doing that does not work in civilization yeah so so over time we evolve how we practice and then i love those people who practice yeah what i mean by is animals yeah wild animals lions tigers <clears throat> we don't do that job yeah <clears throat> we evolve so to speak yeah so that we are not doing that stuff um and having said that uh our health maintenance practices over the pandemic was different from what it is now it may be that people are more um uh, joining up in groups there is not that travel restrictions and all of that and hence uh, uh how we maintain health may have been continuing um through these remote kinds of remote healing kinds of stuff <coughs> and that um either i have um i'm now seen as different or there are people who are just doing all, all this <coughs> field and zoning work right now as i'm speaking if you notice the cough uh i notice that when i'm speaking loud there is somebody here trying to control my voice yeah it's like when i'm singing somebody around is trying to control <coughs> and they are successful when i cough yeah um is like now i know how to do this yeah they're learning kind of like how to control something um um and kind of like it's like you know like a kid saying uh now i have hands yeah and what can i do with my hands is i can do i can slap somebody or i can knead dough yeah uh or i can draw paint etc so it's like a kid who's who's like now i can um uh, use this to control yeah and control is uh, more like how do i say this cause and effect it's like an um early animal behavior yeah um until a point where you know um somebody gives one tight slap and then you have a another think about what to do what not to do yeah so until such point um, <clears throat> the evil of uh, the developmental curve not quite come to how it needs to be so um control mechanisms yeah what i can do to control somebody yeah so we have humanity across boundaries issues and uh so i guess somebody is listening so now having said that okay so um what i am practicing as movementless yoga over time what i've discovered is um well the parvati mahavidya um it just i i mentioned this to somebody and they guided me to look it up and there is dasha vidya 10 yeah and uh, one of the facets is pollution yeah pollution control so to speak and um now my understanding of what has been called as nilakanta i've come to that's the book i'm reading now so based on that i'm more um bouncing off of what is it i'm doing 
and well, I basically began reading the Shiva trilogy, the trilogy, to figure out why is history behaving the way it is. You know, what are the missing facets in the behavior um, of history, um, historically, the male um, gender, and uh, and then the stories which have come about across history because of a predominantly masculine um, society. Yeah, then a, a patriarchal society versus a matriarchal society. So I've, I've been trying to see why, why is history the way it is? Why is our stories like this? And what are the missing links so that I can better understand how best to uh, make what the work, the, the work that I'm uh, developing, you know, the solutions and um, what I'm discovering to uh, more humanely disseminate so it becomes easier for us to uh, have more humanity responses. So that's why I began reading the, tr the trilogy. And, and now I have this idea of the Nilkant the way I had not seen earlier. And what I understand is my idea of the green Tara, you know, like a walkie-talkie tree who converts kind of a little bit of pollution into, you know, healthy and living factors by the Krebs cycle. Well, there are many uh, chemical um, studies, cycles, by how biology functions. Um, so my idea of the, you know, green Tara is probably, I haven't yet uh, finished the third book, but that's my idea of the Nilkant. Yeah, and that all human beings have the ability to do that, which is basically what my movementless yoga is talking about. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm saying as you're doing that, people go through stages of development in becoming uh, from a human being to a humane being. You know, dashavatara quantity, green tara quality, humane being. Um, and this is a natural humane process, but we may not have been studying our textbooks the way they need to be because we could not appreciate our sense and sensibilities earlier because of so much trauma, war-based, and also we had two years of pandemic. So all of that affecting our sense and sensibility, so we became more insensate. And uh, that insensitivity, that insensate insensitivity has not been al allowing us to appreciate our own body um, as Advaita. What I mean by Advaita is, well, one aspect of it is the mind and body is not separate. The mind is the body and body is the mind. Yeah, that's one way to see it. See it. But we generally perceive it as mind there and, you know, body here. Um, and when it's separate like that, health continues to be unhealthy. Yeah our perspectives, how we interact continues to be suboptimal, subhuman or subhumane, yeah? So um, through what I'm calling as movementless yoga, uh, what I'm uh, understanding, how the way I'm understanding yoga is, our textbooks have been read insufficiently or have been written insufficiently. That also may have been the case because Earlier, there were um, uh, different people may have been researching into the matter and then writing texts and then discussing it. So between one person to the other, when the interpretation changes, the message conveyed by one person's um, document, documentation, may have been interpreted differently. And then um, that misinterpreted information may have been passed down through, uh, you know, as it moved through different minds. Um, until we are kind of doing the yoga the way we are, which I think is just some many levels of contortionism. And uh, breath work, well, 
I keep finding this is not what yoga is. Yeah, there are these there are exercises being done, what's been called as breath work and then meditation and those kinds of things, but they are not really what yoga um, makes available. So it's like a surface or what is what yoga is. And um, um, and so yoga is not really appreciated for what it makes available. Um, so when I, so my idea of the Nilakant is that, um, I'm again coming to that idea, pollution, um, I may have been doing aspects of that during the two years of the pandemic when there were locked okay when there were waves you know we had these waves and I um, inadvertently kind of more, was more intensely practicing the beach yoga which is the movementless method of yoga and I noticed the uh, COVID uh, levels were coming down at or at least uh, the levels were down enough that the lockdown would get uh, released yeah the lockdown would be taken off and then after some time, we would just go about things and I would like, okay, now things are fine. Yeah, I just do my stuff. And then another way. Oh, and it's like, okay, I didn't do as intensely as, as, the, as I was. And then another uh, variant or another wave. And then I again go into intense the video again. And then again, the numbers come down. Yeah, and then lockdown, lockdown lifted again. And I'm like, okay, once more. Yeah. Not so happy to see about the death rates. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I, okay. You might think I'm out of my mind, but then, you know, you you, do, you see that once and then you see that another time. And I was like, yeah, then you, then you, at some point you come to, okay, I matter. Yeah, I'm not this inconsequential something. I'm doing something. Yeah, and I've been talking about it on different social media and all that. I was like, okay, you know, I think people will think, okay, here's another somebody who's crazy and has just gone out of it. But now when I look back at it, yeah, and I'm seeing what is the difficulty I'm facing um and why is why is um why am i seeing a variation uh i was thinking about what is the difficulty i'm facing and um, um so i was checking on the variations since the pandemic and now and one thing is there are more more people outside yeah so there is more pollution and those kinds of things. So the amount of cleaning that is there, yeah? One part of movementless yoga is Tattva Shuddhi. So um, in my idea, the perspective, we have six basic building blocks, earth, water, fire, air, spirit, space. Yeah, which in this uh, Shiva trilogy has been called as Agni, Prithvi, Vayu, Varuna, um, Surya, Soma, yeah? And um, so in, uh, in movementless um, uh, yoga, Tattva Shuddhi is about cleansing the elements. Yeah, the, the six basic building, my idea of uh, basic building blocks, there are six. So earth, water, fire, air, spirit, space. And these um, are at the base of just about everything. You know, a microcosm and the macrocosm is made of, made of these. And um, as uh, there is uh, uh, a sync or a dance between the microcosm and macrocosm, the whole becomes better, whole becomes wholer, yeah? Um, and since um, 
people started more moving out yeah uh, from it's they are not more home based but there is also office based so there is more pollution and then there is more uh, i don't know what kind of practices there are but there is this uh, um you know higher consciousness accentuation and those kinds of talks again yeah so there may be more group work and those kinds of uh, you know um i cannot really say trance yeah group trance uh, sessions or something but all of these are basically what they are doing is in my appreciation of the elements you know earth water fire air spirit space there is more of an intensification there is like there is more radiation there is more pollution and there is uh, those kinds of um, <sighs> lot of gunk in the six elements yeah so i have to do more cleaning yeah it's like when when there is uh, it's like you have your ancestral sprawling ancestral home and then kids come home uh, during the vacation and uh, then you have more cleaning to do yeah uh versus when they are in their own places and doing their stuff so i am doing a lot of cleaning i put on weight yeah and uh, there's so much of work you know it's just oh boy so i'm eating and then there is like work happening all the time and i'm trying to teach people and they're like why should we learn what you're doing we we will go dance yeah we will do all the movement based yoga why do we need to do movementless yoga they have no idea what i'm talking about two years of pandemic i saw yeah yeah uh, and then what work i was doing I was like you're talking what you're talking yeah all right now and then i'm reading the shiva trilogy and then i'm talking about you know this is this is um, this is a new epoch in what it means to be human so yeah that's my uh, a business challenge ergonomic challenge but if somebody is following the work that i'm doing and uh, you're wondering there is a vaccine main or what is actually happening now um with what i'm talking about as the green tara quality the shavatara quantity and you know what is happening in in all of that stuff then here's a perspective which may not yeah okay i'm going back and forth again but um work is happening and uh, increased work is giving rise to slower qualitative appreciation of variety and then strategic approach okay strategic um um methods being employed so that while our understanding before the pandemic and after um during and after yeah you you're not happy with the word after but um instead of going by um challenging kinds of experiences why don't we consider that um what the nilkant yeah um has been referring to is our ability for metabolism the metabolic health of our body um uh, may have not been as optimal as it needs to be because of which we may be having different kinds of lifestyle diseases your diabetes and heart problems and different things is because 
of suboptimal metabolism yeah and what movementless yoga is making available is better metabolic ability yeah through what i call as anvari pachana garapatya and avahaniya which is well kind of um i wouldn't say equivalent but along the lines of pranayama asana dhyana yeah but it, okay let's just say pranayama uh, pranayama asana dhyana if you kind of put it together and then need them yeah and then arrive at a uh, another three which is including uh, pranayama asana dhyana like pranayama asana dhyana times 3 yeah so to speak you would get some form of avahaniya karapatya anvari pachana yeah okay let's just say avahaniya is more like uh, the breath work yeah garapatya is more like uh, everyday routines and rituals um practices that would help me being healthy anvarya pachana being um um kind of like um that which improves the metabolic processes yeah so it's like um um okay maybe what you're calling as uh, maybe in some way the written text uh teachings and practices if that's three ways to look at it yeah okay that's also not it because you're not talking about written text it's all the three are practices but um okay well okay let, let's not confuse the matter more you know when i'm trying to compare between systems of thought then there's a lot of uh, you know small 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 variations this bit but not this so let's not go into the comparison so you have anvarya pachana garapatya and avahaniya yeah which may be being understood differently and uh, how i am speaking may be different but um, this is practical application like the science of sanatana dharma yeah um so it is well super technology yeah but how we may be appreciating it there may be sense of competition and those kinds of challenges and how we may be have been reading our textbooks and how our understanding may have been but still even after i saying this even when you're reading the textbooks and you in your reading it differently the practice of um self maintenance of the student who's reading these texts are not in place and that's what i'm talking about as movementless yoga these practices needs to be in place so that we are in touch with what what has been called as the ishvara pranidhana yeah the prime directive um the vices of life within each person and how to um have that in place so that we are not going off our own prime directive now each person has come into existence for a particular reason particular purpose and they need to be doing according to that um purpose that reason for coming to existence which is there like a bl- blueprint in our own body and um for each person is different yeah each person have come for their own reasons um and when we are functioning according to that primary reason which is blueprinted in our own body is when we are um uh, like when we are reading the textbooks 
we would understand it in a way that is particularly applicable to our own reason for coming into existence. So without that practice being in place, we could be reading the text, we could be, we could be discussing and arguing, but we would still be going around the same thing. Yeah, we would still be coming to consensus, but not really using the material. We would not be digesting the material as particularly um, useful for our own personal make, for our own personal reason for having come, in, come into existence. So learning this movementless yoga is quintessential so that we are not losing it, we are not getting distracted and going off path and then we would be discussing things but it's about quality time then about okay we are we could be doing group studies studying the same text but not really digesting the material that would be more information hogging without really digesting the information which is very essential very important for um, actually doing the work that each person has come into existence yeah um, so it's like you're going to school and then you're reading or cramming a lot of books yeah texts which has been mentioned but not able to apply it yeah because you have to still search for a job and then according to what you have learned according to the skill set you have learned you do your job according to what you um what is say some exam or something is going to say that you're now qualified for this but what i'm saying is each person has already come um with it's like an employee ticket yeah for doing a particular kind of a job you're born with that with that employee ticket but um and the blueprint of that what is that ticket what is the job that is needed to be there it's already there in our body make uh, yeah that's what i'm calling as is what's available through original humane it's a zero technology well, okay what i mean by zero technology is the technology of a body is the most organic computer there is yeah so the technology is, is it's like preloaded software yeah if that's a way of it way of looking at it and the blueprint of it um, is all there in our own body make yeah it's like a user manual that's already there and we and what i'm talking about as movementless yoga is how to be the computer um or for an analogy to be the computer that we are supposed to be doing uh you know performing job by yeah it's not robotic I'm not that's not robotic this is organic and uh, it's not something like you know uh, you just open a book and now okay i've read it and then done no this is our own body yeah and uh, this is more like the user manual um going about okay this is sounding so robotic but that's not the idea that this is uh, is like mm, figuring you go to school and then figuring out where do you belong you know what job do you best do you do best and then working on it and maybe over a lifetime maybe you know there have been um midway through your through your uh, professional life or towards the retirement age you, is where you realize you know i wanted to be this all my life and then once circumstances uh, put me here and then i'm doing this job and and then what i'm saying is 
um, that may have been what you did. It's because maybe you didn't know how to read your user manual, uh, which is already blueprinted in your body. And I'm saying if you can, you know, and I'm saying it's possible to read your own user manual. When you do that, then you are just about going there and then, uh, you know, going by that profession, which your, which your user manual says, your body as a user manual, says your, um, this, is the, oh, this is the department where you, be working, where you should be working on, and so you just go about getting trained there, and then you just do job according to that, and, um, and then you accomplish what you came into existence for. Yeah, it's like that. That's what I'm talking about. It's a different education system, but it's more like, yeah, yeah, I discovered this, yeah. Okay, so um, how you do that is what forms the point of sale, services, uh, products. Um, it's a different kind of a restaurant. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I know. I'm just calling. I'm not. I'm not pronouncing it appropriately. It's. It's. I'm not saying restaurant. I'm saying restaurant, as in you rest. Yeah, you uh, contemplate repose. If that's a word, rest. Orient as in gold, yeah, that which makes a person gold. So rest orient. You repose, contemplate, and then form your Eldorado. Yeah, that's another way of, way of saying rest orient. Um, so it's an education system. So there's a Montessori level, there's a kindergarten, there's a primary school, high school, college, yeah, college. And um, all of this is happening while you're living a normal everyday living but you're um, getting your stuff together um, debugging yeah um, decrypting the blueprint that's in your make and then debugging past base experiences may have been past life experiences you know some wound and then it's staying in the in the software of your um, in the in the blueprint of your software and then you have to heal those wounds you got to debug those maybe i would really say just belief system it could be just some some impression you have that you need to clean up it's like dust uh, getting um, you know um, maybe in your computer and you need to clean that often so you need to know how to do that uh, which is what movementless yoga also makes available tatva shuddhi so as the um, bugs get debugged and uh, um, um, entanglements are, uh, are solved yeah and your stuff comes together neatly like like one streamlined life from no matter how so many years or how so many lifetimes you've lived all of them coming together streamlined to just one uh, blueprint and then you're uh, you're living the best life you've ever yeah lived and then it's about what you can accomplish in, in one lifetime so that's the um, so that's efficiency. Yeah, nature, instead of having humans live many lifetimes to accomplish one job, yeah, <sighs> yeah, getting all this stuff together so that you're doing that job in like one lifetime, yeah, or or not die until you accomplish it. How's that? Yeah, that's like efficiency because there's so much work to be done. Now, have you seen how much? how big the universe is and we have we we know of only earth yeah we have earth one planet supporting life a lot of work we have like the entire universe to enliven 
Yeah, this may be sounding there out there, ooh-la-la, but nature has created Earth for a purpose. It's like uh, in, an, in, an, in a company, in an incorporation, yeah? There, is a, there, are, there are some departments and there are products developed and then there are opportunities and there's a garden and, you know, infrastructure. So everything is there for a reason. And if we are, when we are seeing Earth and we are seeing an entire universe, lots of galaxies and all of that stuff, they're more like, you know, now we have a great product. You know, how do we, how do we have more of it? Yeah. So um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm saying um, we're going to be, you know, as humans living many, many lifetimes, you know, instead of just doing the job that we came into existence for, just, just do the job. Yeah. Instead of living many, many lifetimes to figure out, oh, I missed this point. And again, live another lifetime. And then, okay, let's get it together. Yeah. So I teach. So yeah, it's taken me 44 years to figure out all of this stuff. And that, and that took movementless yoga, which was like, I discovered it and then now uh, put together a curriculum. And then there is a lot of basics to cover. So basics itself, I don't know how long it's going to take. So, but that's how the learning happens. Yeah. Um, so Contact me. We can do more group work, and there'll be a lot of people who would be actually getting the basics, and then we would go from Montessori to kindergarten to primary school to high school to college, and then in one lifetime, we will see the universe in living. Yeah, um, because that's what nature has made human beings for to begin with. Yeah, uh, evolved human beings because we have so much of potential, and we actually can do this job. So. Let's get that started, okay? Right now, I'm seeming, seeming like this very crazy idea, but when the internet formed, yeah, that may have sounded like a very crazy idea. Yeah, they're going to... Um, when uh, Amazon started work, I hear, heard that people were calling him names, or so-so, yeah? And now, we, we like, given that, we are talking about Amazon, Flipkart, and many other online services, uh, shopping um you know ways of how we shop so it's like yeah given that yeah so this is also one of that so now it may be you may be kind of laughing or like she's lost it no you're paying more attention okay still you haven't contacted me so that we can actually do those classes bit and then do those group work and then you know one person learning two person learning learning in a group makes many opportunities possible so Let's get together. Let's get our life streamlined. Yeah, many, many from many lifetimes and many fragments, like a mosaic, to all coming together and just you know our best life ever. Okay, that sounds very cliche because there seems to be a lot of people saying that. But all right. So I've said that. Uh, do contact me. Let's get started. Thank you so much for your kind attention. Love.